Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Coach Red, where we bring you all the news, stories, takes, and opinions about your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad to the Mariners. The Mariners, baby. Another day closer. Week away, baby. we can say. We're two weeks away from like a really awesome Mariners episode, unless they come out struggling. That won't be as awesome, but <laughs> it might be. You'll have to tune in to find out. Boom, tease. Got him. <laughs> Teaser. Uh, we're going to do something that we really have never been able to do. Um, give out some free agency grades for the Seahawks. Typically, they set out the first wave of free agency, but they've been more active this year than in years past. What we're going to do is we're going to look at the outside free agents. We're, sorry, uh, Drew Locke, for coming back. We're not going to be talking about you today. <laughs> so, sorry, Drew. But – we are going to talk about the five signings that were made from outside of the organization. But before we do that, why don't I tell you a little bit about ourselves? First, if you're looking for a guy, might be a miner, might be finding those diamonds in the rough. If you're looking for someone like that, you might be looking for a guy like me, your boy, Coach Red. You can find me on Twitter at the real coach red on Instagram at the real underscore coach red while you're at it, hop on over to YouTube starting to blow up biggest one week uh, viewership we've seen yet. So keep it coming, search kicking it with coach red or the real coach red, like subscribe, hit that bell notification, maybe get Ding. a comment or two in there. Ring that bell. Next. If you're <laughs> looking for a guy, that is patriotic and is looking for those hog mollies. You know what? Because I brought it up, you could talk about the hog molly that was signed, and that is your boy, Killing Kane. Kane, where you at? You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Killing Kane. Short and sweet. That's how we like it. <laughs> and if you're looking for a guy who – might have been the guy in high school rocking some like studded diamond earrings because he was all about the glitz <laughs> and the glam. And he's ready to tell you where he's at, fam. And that is Lefty France. What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at DFrance13. Go over and follow the pod at Coach Red Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hey, follows, follows, follows. Do it, freaking do it. I don't know if you if you rocked the diamonds, but no, never had my ears pierced, but I feel like I could have rocked them for sure. Well, I, I figured when we talked about free agent signs, you're like, Lamar. It's <laughs> <laughs> like diamonds. Club. He's sitting Shine there bright like a diamond. You were sitting Ooh. there with your parents' credit card, like, yeah, I'll take the Chris right here. <laughs> <laughs> True. Just popping bottles. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. And Seahawks are kind of poppets bottles. They're they're giving out some contracts. The first one that was given out, I'll go ahead and break that down. It was uh Draymond Jones. Uh listed as defensive tackle, but kind of would be in a defensive end role for the Seahawks because in that three four, your D tackle is more of a more of a nose and he doesn't have the size to slot in there. But Draymond Jones signs a three-year deal, 51.5 mil. And this is a guy that's had some production, you know, playing more on the inside, 
with the in that four three playing in the inside D tackle, making some pressure from the interior. In the three four, he's going to be playing a little bit further outside, but saw a bunch of clips of him just destroying double teams. And what you see from him, four year career with the Broncos, he's sitting at 22 sacks, which is a pretty solid number when you're looking at someone from the interior, five plus a year on average. He also gets 10 QB hits a year on average, so just over 40. Here's some of the impressive stats that really shows how disruptive he can be in the backfield. So he has 138 pressures since entering the league in his four-year career. Out of interior defenders, that's 19th most in the league. You're like, oh, 19th, that doesn't sound great. But what I do want to tell you is he averages 14 games a year. So that's out of two 16-game seasons and two 17-game seasons. So he's missing, you know, an eighth to a sixth of the season and still the 19th best disruptor in the backfield. But here's where it gets even better, his pressure rate on quarterbacks. he His pass rush win rate clocks in at a pretty high 14.5 which ranks 11th overall with interior defenders. And that's going up against the likes of Jeffrey Simmons. And I don't know, a, a guy you may have heard of called Aaron Donald. Oh, so I think I know that guy. You look at the free agency class this year, you had some big guys. Ron Payne was another one that we highlighted before. Gets franchise tag, signs an extension with the commanders. Javon Kinlaw ends up getting a pretty lucrative deal to go from Philly to the 49ers. I mean, I hate it, but that D-line is looking something fierce. That D-line is it has looked scary for a long time. Okay, yeah. I have a quick question before I finish my breakdown. This is the, I'm going to ask it to the youths in the room. Oh, so Jesus. what's the difference between something that slaps and something that claps? Um, something that slaps usually means very, very good. So like when you sit there and you're like, damn, that food slaps. Like means it's so, like, yeah, super yeah, it's good. enjoyable. What it's about thick. claps? Like, uh, I've never heard of claps. I mean, like getting clapped means like getting beat bad or anything like or something or, like that. I thought you were gonna say getting, getting clapped, and I thought we were gonna go down. The <laughs> no, no, we're no, not no, talking no. about STDs no, this episode. No. Well, well, well. Like I get mean, clapped, kid. <laughs> well, there's that or, or getting clapped. You know, it's the the other. I, I don't know if you want. I don't like know if you want me to cheeks. say it. exactly. Okay, you said it, not me. We're not. We're not putting. We're not putting the e on this. <laughs> but speaking of letters, my my grade for Draymond Jones, I've got him clocked in at a B plus. This is a guy who, in this free agency class, was a top tier guy. The three top guys were Draymond Jones, uh, Deron Payne, and Javon Kinlaw. Draymond Jones, probably the third best out of those guys, gets a little bit less money on the deal. But huge signing. You do not see the Seahawks go make a move like this early in free agency. And I think that part of it is you're not tying up as much money into the quarterback room. And you're not sitting there with that. You're going to be getting out of dead money with the Bobby contract, with the Russ contract, and some of that in the upcoming years. So – 
this is a big move that can help them not only for this year, but really help them progress in the future. Well, the one thing that I've noticed with these signings, it's, you know, we came into last year thinking it's a rebuild now. Let's, let's, you know, we don't have rust there anymore. We all don't know what Gino's going to do. And as soon as they made the playoffs, it's like, all right, we need to start adding some depth to this team to really solidify getting back to par, basically. And, and that's NFC being, is not strong right now. There's just a couple teams that are terrifying, but other than that, it's kind of cakewalk. If you want, if you want really pressure in in any division, that's the AFC. Yeah, I think right now, if you're really looking at it, you've got the 49ers and the Eagles that are top of the class, but the Eagles are going through their own rebuild defensively. There's a lot of guys that are not in the building anymore. So you look at the next year, you've got the likes of Seahawks, the Cowboys, the Detroit Dannys, I think, are slotting in there. The Detroit Dannys will make the playoffs this year. They will run the North. The Vikings, and I would even throw in the Carolina Panthers with some of the moves they've been making this offseason. So they're setting themselves up to be in that upper echelon of Tier 2. Yeah, bring it back into the fold. So speaking of adding to the team, uh, the next free agent signing we've got is a familiar face, Jaron Reed, lefty, break it down for us. Yeah, so I really like the signing, especially with our defensive interior. Well, I guess our defensive line as a whole um, being slim, uh, releasing Al Woods and Shelby Harris, Quentin. Yeah, all those guys are no longer with the Hawks. So bringing Jaron Reed back is huge for us. The guy is a monster. Um, can fill up the holes and we got them for pretty damn cheap uh i think it was two years nine mil uh, with the signing bonus but yeah i just think that i give the grade an a really because the value is so huge there that it ha- it deserves an a truthfully but I yeah can, i can go agree ahead. with that like jared reed was absolutely a monster coming out of Alabama and we were hoping that he would take the hometown discount (laughs) on the first go around but basically they offered him the same contract they offered him before he decided to take it come back home and one of the things I'm seeing with this free agency is they're going younger they are going young young they need guys to fly around the field Jared, Jared Reed's only like 28 when you look at the comparison to what the other guys were. That's not young in NFL years, though. He's been in the league for like – he played for the Seahawks yeah. on that first contract for four years. Then, then he went re-upped. to two years. Then we had Looks the five, like he's, year, he's five years. Then he went to the Chiefs. Then he went to the Packers. So, I mean, this is a guy that's been in the league for eight years. He's 30. Oh, well, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going. He's got a young him. soul, though. Yeah, I guess. But he has a it, young child at home. He's yeah. he's just kind of the guy you needed back there. No, I agree. I think he and he knows the system really. So that's true. No better person to really bring back in a time of need, truthfully. So right, I give that an A, honestly, and 
and looking forward to seeing him produce for us this year. We need more Jarens in the world, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, on to the next one. Okay. Uh, next signing that came across the ticker was guard slash center Evan Brown signing over from the Detroit Lions. Kane, break it down. So, first I'll give my grade. He is getting a B-. And he's bounced around the league a lot. He came out of the draft being undrafted, signed with the team, spent on a couple practice squads, um, been called up, been cut, been signed back, all that jazz. Finally got a good landing spot in Detroit. He was behind, I want to say, Ragnow? Yep. That center? Yep. Went down, filled in. Played pretty well. Um, his run game blocking has gotten significantly better. I, I watched some tape on him and some of the moves he's making, like leading the left when you're looking at it from the quarterback angle. Guy, the tackle on your left, pushing him off, cutting back, hitting a linebacker, letting your wide receiver go up the middle for a touchdown. That's kind of things you want to see from this guy. And I think he's going to slot in at center for this team come opening day or yeah, opening day. <laughs> and uh, you can see the run game really go to that next level next year. Yeah. When he came in for an injured uh, rag now, two years ago, he graded out as the ninth best pass blocking center that year. And re-upped with the team, injury at guard, fills in there. And that's where he saw his run numbers start to blossom, not having to worry about the gel of the line as much, making out the calls, being able to keep that guy right off you in the nose. But I think that with him starting in multiple positions, I think it brings good depth if they end up to if they end up drafting a center in the draft and being able to complement that and have him back it up or potentially start off the get-go. But his position versatility is something that Pete Carroll and company have looked for for years in their offensive line. Mm-hmm. I agree. Definitely. <clears throat> the next pick that came across the ticker, linebacker Devin Bush of Pittsburgh. So signs of one year. million deal. He's a former top 10 pick. The Steelers traded up to get this guy and his rookie year straight up baller. Phenomenal as a rookie year two tears his ACL pretty early on in the season. And was kind of hampered with injuries after that lost a little bit of his explosiveness, which was one of his key air key attributes that really, helped him succeed with the Steelers and at points in time of even last year, he got benched. So with that, you're thinking, Oh man, I'm going to hate this. Here's what I'm going to talk about. Some upside, some upside. He's still a guy that had the attributes to be taken in the top 10, which is a pretty lofty feat for most linebackers. It doesn't happen very much, especially guys that play in the middle. This isn't one of those edge linebackers that you can profile. This guy's middle of the defense type of guy. 
I think one thing that's going to help him is the moves that the Seahawks have made when Jordan Brooks is back on the field with the DBs that they've signed. Draymond Jones, super athletic. Your edge guy's got some speed. There's a ton of speed around him. I'm looking for him to work the mess and clean up. Sure, tackler, he's got one of the the lowest missed tackle rates out of linebackers. I think he's in the top 10% of that. So able to wrap people up. And it's a short-term deal. It's a guy that you're looking to get on the field, especially early on in the season. And for this, I give his grade a C minus just because of a little bit of diminished play. But I will say this, Brian Robinson over at the commanders needs to get this guy. One of those super big hats <laughs> is bananas. Like don't even fill His the signing rest. day picture was yeah. don't even fill the rest with like the foam that makes it sit on a regular person's head. This thing, like the big hat is just going to fit with that hair. hundred percent. His beanie. I don't know how it gets underneath the helmet. So, oh my God. He had to get a three XL size beanie that just, Hit on the top of his hair. Three XL seems light. (laughs) (laughs) That thing was like an eight X. Like Shaq, that's like someone saying that Shaq's wearing a twelve size twelve shoe. Oh, so funny. So I really, really love this signing. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, as you said, he was a top ten pick, and not many linebackers do that. I think if he gets in this defensive scheme, you're gonna see a lot of things that he used to do. He's also got good hands. So if the ball's in his vicinity, watch out. Well, watch out, watch out, watch out. I was listening listening to some other podcasts too. And one of them is the locked on Seahawks. They got a daily Seahawks podcast. And over the last two years, uh, I think they were basing off of pro football focus grades. Uh, Cody Barton had a higher grade than Devin Bush and Cody Barton signed a deal worth one mil more with the commanders. So crazy. That's why I have it. That's why I have it sitting at a C minus right now, because it's a prove it deal. This is the epitome of a prove it deal. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what it is. And you know, if the, if the Hawks like him enough, they could offer him a contract next year. They can extend him in season if he's balling out. Exactly. And I do wish Cody Barton was still here. Same. As an animal. I don't. Yeah. Just go to leave leave Washington State. Just go to Washington. <laughs> Storm the Capitol, Cody Barton. <laughs> Storm the Capitol. Go tack go tackle some fools. <laughs> no, nothing but love for Cody Barton here. We know that. All right. Uh last signing that has come across the board safety slash slot corner. Julian Love from the Giants. Lefty France, break it down. So Julian Love's a fairly young guy. I think he's 25 right now. I kind of do like the signing. I'm giving it a B minus. Um, I think they're doing it in case Jamal gets hurt or any corner gets hurt. It's kind of like the utility guy, really, for the um, secondary. From what I'm looking at, um, he had 124 total tackles last year, two picks, uh, forced fumble. And that's about how his – he had the best season he's had in the five four years that he's been in the league uh, by a long shot. Like, he skyrocketed up. So, 
that's why I'm giving it around a B minus B grade. Um, I think he can come in and make some plays for us when we need to. Uh, but yeah, I feel like it's more of a utility type signing where they're kind of expecting Jamal to not play the whole season. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. And it, they have every right to not expect that, but that just kind of where I'm thinking it's coming from. So I, I think he'll play all, all games this year. I think he will start and they will figure out something to do with Jamal if he's healthy. Um, but that's just a lot of first round picks traded for not a whole season. Out of yeah. the guy. I yeah. think this is a big hedge on a few things. Is Jamal going to be a hundred percent healthy to start the year? And you look at his body of work. What's that look like? You know, one good year riddled with injuries since then you still have a restricted free agent in Ryan Neal who could come back to this team. So I think it's a hedge if Ryan Neal finds bigger money elsewhere. Yeah. Or it gets really crazy because the versatility with Julian, with uh, Julian Love, he's played high safety. He's played box safety. And he, in his early years, he played extensively at slot corner. This could be a precursor to having him being your slot corner. A lot of things I've been hearing, very similar size profile to Justin Coleman, who was a lockdown slot corner for us. Maybe this bumps, maybe this bumps Kobe Bryant outside into that competition for the cornerback position. And it could get even crazier if you, if you do get a healthy Jamal Adams, you do have Ryan Neal who received some all pro votes last year by his peers. Mm. You could see a situation where Jamal kind of goes into being a will linebacker. Yeah. You're running, you're running Neal up top. You're running Quandre at free and you got Julian love rocking the slot. Talk about speed and versatility in your secondary with this. It could be huge. I, I could see I could see Kobe getting kicked out to the corner and him and uh Tariq Woolen will be a force to be reckoned with. One you of those can get great... Mambud or you yeah. can get reeked. <laughs> Mamba there you go. There you go. Could, maybe you get a Mamba reek. Maybe it's a tip by one on a <laughs> on a man crosser and the other one picks on up. Man cross. You better yeah. trademark that real quick. What man crosser? <laughs> uh no, reeked in uh Mamba reeked. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. If if only I just had all the money in the world to, for the for the trade. multitude of listeners we have to steal this <laughs> trade market. But don't worry, we're getting more and more. And to get even more, you should probably follow us. We're putting out some good stuff. We're putting up clips. We're putting out polls. Talking talking sports. Talking Seahawks. Talking Mares. Shoot. Sometimes we even talk a little bit of Sounders or. Kane talks about like the entire NFL and all the MLB and heck even WBC. Let's get real here. Yeah, sir. And Lefty has cool, cool quarantine drinks with his friends. Yeah. Synced it. Pretty much. But best way to find us is hop on over to social media. You can find me, your boy Coach Red, on Twitter at the real coach red, on Instagram at the real underscore coach red. Hop on over to YouTube. Like, subscribe, bell notifications, hit that comment up. Kicking it with Coach Red is what you need to search. Kane, where you at? 
You can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Killing Game. Lefty France, where you at? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at DFrance13. Go over and follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Red Pod. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. Come on. Before we go any further, I did tell some of the fans that were out there voting on our poll, ran a poll today um, about what you would grade the Seahawks free agency as, and the fans have spoken. Let's hear it. Clocking in at 17%. A C. Okay. That was third place. Third place. Second place, an A at 33%. And with a resounding 50%, a B. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. I like that. Averages out. Definitely yeah. averages out. I think, especially if you look at our grades, it, I think we're right there, right around a B. If that's yeah. A's, some C's, B minuses, I think B's, hey, diddle, diddle, right down the middle. It's yeah. B's knees, man. B's it get degrees. The knees. <laughs> and you guys are the B's knees. So, hey, as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace.